Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. Now, joining me on today's show is Lorraine Pirahi. She is known as the Productivity Queen, helping small business owners save time, make more money, and to get a life. Now, after feeling tired and worn out and over uh, and over it, she was just totally over it. And at the age of 53, she rebranded as Relaunch. Your life, helping baby boomer businesses uh, reignite their passion and their purpose. Now, three years ago, she followed her son's dream of honing own gym, creating the type of environment he wished he had when he was growing up. Now, fitness has always been Lorraine's passion. I know I've known Lorraine for a long time. Fitness mm-hmm. is so important to her. And now she is the operations manager of Inner Athlete, applying her experience to build a successful business. Now, specifically on today's show, Lorraine's going to speak about some business basics, particularly around organization and being organized, crucial to business success. So welcome, Lorraine. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Great to be here. It is. And I have to thank you for jumping on. Um, People may not be aware of this, but I had a guest that was arranged. I put my lippy on, did my hair, got all ready, and then realized that I'd got the wrong date. wasn't very organized. Uh, And so I put a call out on social media and you were the very first person who put your hand up and said, I'm game. Um, And why I share that is because what you're talking about today, being organized, because you have things organized, you were able to do that at a drop of the hat, take an opportunity to share your message. So I thank you for that. There's a little bit of rushing around that we needed to do, but you are here. Being organized, this is something that I know that you're very passionate about, very good at as well. Tell me about the experience that you've had over the 12 years. I know that you were involved in your Mm -hmm. initial business where you're working with business owners. Were they as organized as they should have been? What's what's the goss? Uh, Absolutely not. In fact, most people are pretty disorganised. And um, see, and being in business, it's even worse because you don't have structure as such. You're the one who's creating the structure. So, um, so much opportunity is lost because uh, the basics of being organised are not there for um, many business owners. And what ends up happening is not only do they stress themselves out, uh, they lose time, money, they, it affects their health, it affects their employees, it, look, it just affects their whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, sometimes people think, oh, we'll have more staff, this, that and the other. But you've got to get down to the basics. You've got to get you right first. Get your Learn the basics of time management and organisation, which most people have no idea about, um, which is very obvious. And um, once you can sort your, what I call sort your shit out first, um, then you can then go on to start, you know, getting your business in order as well. 
Yeah. I know when we're talking about organisation, getting organised, getting stuff into place, the structure um, is so very important. But for some people, it's like, okay, Lorraine, well, where do I start? There, There's obviously a number of different areas that you can start. But let's start talking about some of these today. I mean, if you were speaking mm-hmm. and sitting in front of someone today, Lorraine, that says, you know what, this is an area that I struggle with. And even to consider where is the best place to start so it doesn't become overwhelming. So I don't falter back to to bad habits where is a good place to start for at least starting to to become a little bit more organized and build on that foundation yeah Uh, well the first thing is and this is the real basics and it doesn't matter what industry you're in um, and that is to see where your time goes because everybody I mean everybody says no matter who they are just about I'm busy. They're always busy. But what are they doing? Um, so how do you find out how busy you really are? You know, um, the first thing is to something really practical is to do a timesheet. Even if it's, you know, for three or four days, write down everything you're actually doing, you know, roughly every hour on the hour in front of you, not at the end of the day, when you've forgotten half the things you've done, that's like a lifetime away. But as you're going along, and then once you've analysed that after, you know, three to five days, you can actually pinpoint where you're wasting your time and then what activities perhaps you might then want to look at. What can you outsource or say no to? So important. And I think, you know, sometimes the most simplest of things can have the most profound impact. As you've said, I don't know about you, but every now and again, I'll say, you know, my husband or someone will say, well, how long are you going to be? Five minutes. And mm-hmm. they go, well, I know you're five minutes. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we may think that something only takes five minutes, but in actual fact, when we start to actually, what is the time that you started that activity? And what mm-hmm. is it when you finished? Something else that I noticed when I've started doing that, um, because I know that you've said this before and I've started doing it in my own um, business and I noticed the difference. When you know you're timing yourself, you can be far more um, uh, focused on what you're doing rather than getting distracted by lots of other things because it's like I'm actually being accountable to myself and I'm documenting these things. So it's interesting that when you start monitoring actually where your time goes, you start to become a bit more discerning, if you will, as to where that attention goes. But I guess in this instance is, Go forward how you would normally go because um, then you'll be able to see where where the triggers are, where the gaps are, and what the most time drains are. Is that kind of what you found when people started doing Yeah, absolutely. Now, most people, they balk at doing that. They make excuses why they couldn't do it or whatever. This really is such a simple thing to do. And, like, now I'm, you know, my time now is in the, you know, fitness industry, uh, which is, you know, I'm with an athlete. And like I'm not train, I'm not doing the training. I'm the operations behind the scenes. Um, but you can see, like with members, um, you know, people want to whether want to improve. We, we work a lot with young teens yes. um, who want to improve sporting performance. But we also have, you know, average everyday people um, training with us as well. And w- one of the things is in nutrition is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not not just from you know losing weight point of view, but from energy and health point of view. And uh, again, this is this is another thing where we get people to track track. So yeah. so time tracking, we track it. It's like tracking your food. You're tracking your time. Same sort of scenario. Once you can see what you've been eating, you can really pinpoint. Well, 
are you eating at the right time of day? Are you eating the right type of thing? Should there be other other things put in its place? Mm. So the, the word tracking in time and in, in anything, once you track, you can then get a real handle on um, what's really going on. Yeah. Um, you know, we can balk at that as a, as a business mm. leader. However, if we look at... Um, encouraging our staff to do that. I mean, because some people may be in the manufacturing business or they may develop a particular product, even if they're in mm. a space business as well. And I remember years ago, I mean, this was many years ago when I worked for a manufacturing company of shade sales, we did a costing uh, and we tracked every uh, you know, minute, if you will, uh, and also the, the, the component tree. It was so important to track because that was part of the costing so yes. business owners who say, well, I can't really track that. Well, I hope that you're tracking other things in your business because, as you said, mm. the time factor could really be losing money, particularly if you're not charging the right uh, time out, if you've got manufacturing, as you said, um, staff and business as, mm. as well. So, okay, so then we start to track. That is something then that we want to continue to do or is it a process so that we can identify, look, your systems are obviously not working because you spent 25, you know, five minutes looking for documents and that seems to be a specific thing. Is that process going to lead then to other areas that we can then start to look at where the disorganisation is? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the disorganisation, <laughs> it's, what do they say? It, it, it stinks from the head, head down, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's you, right? You've got to start with you. Stop blaming everybody else. Um yeah, so once they can see uh, where their time goes, then, then it's a question of looking at, there's a couple of, I mean, there's a couple of spin-offs from that, uh, but as a starting point, who else can be doing these some of these tasks? Because we're not good at everything. I'm not good at everything. Well, we've got a team of, um, we've got my son and then we've got um, four other um, coaches, plus I have a VA, um, not full-time, uh, just She's up in Queensland and she'd do, I don't know, probably about four or five hours worth of work a week. Now, she does stuff that maybe I could do but I don't want to do and she's a hell of a lot faster than me and it's worth paying the money to have her do the work. Um, so looking at how you can delegate, um, even if you're on your own, the sole operator, do you really have to be doing um, the base, you know, the bookkeeping? You see, I screwed my face up because I hate it and I don't do it. Uh, you know, the bookkeeping, um, I don't know, the invoices, um, all, all the different things that you're not good at because what will happen, and I'll tell you this from my own personal experience, you know, I got tired, worn out and over it when I was 53, you know, looking for more passion and purpose. And, and I just got, when you're doing the things that you don't like doing and you continue to do it, you then will... Um, you'll you'll end up burning out. You'll hate what you're doing, and you just won't continue. You know, or maybe if you do continue, you won't be very productive because you're not enjoying what you're doing. So yeah. that's the bottom line, really, when we talk about delegating yeah. tasks off. You want to enjoy it. You want to enjoy. I have some some enjoyment anyway. I mean, let's face it. Business is not there. There many <laughs> many times. It's not enjoyable because there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on, but um, for the most part, you, you do want to sort of have some satisfaction about, you know, being in business. 
Totally. And some of the things that you're talking about now, all of them actually are within our control. I mean, there are some things in business um, that, as you say, there's different challenges and things like that. We want to make sure that we're creating the right environment where we are able to respond in the best way possible. And I've found um, if I'm working on activities that drain me, um, even though I may then switch to an activity that I do typically enjoy doing, because I've been drained by that other activity, I don't bring my full energy, if you will, to those activities. And that's what I think you're saying is that if we're constantly uh, driving ourselves and working on activities that are just not motivating to us, it's going to impact and, and everything that we do if we're not careful and certainly wear us, ourselves thin. Something else that I'd love you to speak about, because I know that you used to do this in the work. I've been blessed to know you for many, many years. You talked about hiring staff. Now, here's the most important topic about being organized when we're hiring staff. We have to have systems and processes in place because if we're hiring staff to, to delegate stuff off to save time, if you don't have processes in place, you're going to add even more chaos to your business because your team doesn't know what they need to do and all that. What sort of things do you have in place, Lorraine, that enables your VA to really support you so that it's not a time drain for you, that she's or he always checking in and, you know, not really being sure how best to support you? Uh, I was just thinking, yeah, so with my VA, she's got She's got a calendar of activities for the week. Remember, we're not talking about she's not a full-time person. She probably does about maybe four or five hours worth of work a week, yeah. um, if that. But to me, it seems like if I was doing it, it would <laughs> be like 20 hours worth of work. Yeah, she knows what to do. So so lots of communication is vital um, to be able to, you know, communicate, um, maybe you might have to do a Zoom call, um, responding to emails in a timely manner, not not being the hold-up person, uh, the bottleneck to stop them from doing their work, which is often the case in small business. You are the bottleneck, mm-hmm. so you want to move things along quickly. Um, yeah, so the communication is really important and being clear about what tasks need to be done. So we, we do have a checklist of things that are to be done every week, um, which she does. and But I still, again, at the end of the day, um, you still need to not just uh, throw things, throw it at the person and just leave it to them and make and trust that they're going to do it. I still double-check to make sure because people slip up. We're not, no one's perfect, you know. So mm. it's always vital to sort of keep an eye on it. And to allocate the time so that you can actually work on the tasks that need to be done is really important. Yeah. Something else that I think is really important too is that you may be, um, uh, you know, as the the business owner doing a lot of the tasks yourself and as you start delegating, uh, document, you know, uh, if there's multiple steps within a process, start documenting them and Mm. keep it somewhere in a, you know, online you know, the secure um, portal, if you will, where your team member can then go and find that so that you're not constantly repeating how to do a task. They can go um, and, and check up. There's lots of different things that are available to support you getting those systems in place. But, but let, let me just, that's exactly right, Emery. The thing is, please keep it simple. Don't, you know, a lot of people want apps for this, apps for, I mean, Look, <laughs> we have we have a team without within our business, and I, you know, you can have apps and this, that, and the other. But again, people still don't check emails. They still, you know, still not responding. So, um, 
I always suggest that for yourself to write things down. I know it's a technological age, but most people are still very disorganised. So, you know, using a diary, um, writing out, you know, when you're going to be doing what. And, look, if you want to do that electronically, that's all well and good, fine. Whatever works for you as long as it's working. Yeah, that's all I can that's say. That's exactly right. It's simple. I have to smile on the inside when you talked about, um, you know, apps for this and apps for that mm-hmm. and finding a style and a system that suits you. Because I remember doing productivity courses and the way in which they told you to do certain things to me was an absolute chore in and of itself. For me, I'm better with flow charts, seeing things, creating a Google doc, it's there, uh, and then team can access that. So it's finding something, as you say, that's repeatable for you that doesn't become a chore in and of itself. Because as you said, people are not going to then check up on that because it's kind of like, oh, I have to go into that system again or whatever it is. So find a system Mm -hmm. for you. What are some other things? I mean, we've talked about delegating. We've talked about, you know, tracking and monitoring your time. We've talked about are you looking after yourself as that business leader? Because if you're not physically and nutritionally, that's going to impact you. What are some other areas uh, lacking disorganization that you've really seen keeps businesses stuck from growing? Uh, well, as you say, the systems in play, um, I mean, look, it's quite a minefield depending on where you're at in your business. I, I find a lot of people uh, don't follow up, uh, so they lose business, so they waste so much time. They don't have a database. They're not, uh, you know, they're not leveraging themselves, um, you know, having, I mean, and it, all the things that I've learned over the years, I've been able to bring to this business, you know, yeah. with the autoresponders, the newsletters, um, and, and, and the basic marketing. Um, I mean, it's quite a minefield there, uh, depending on where a person's mindset's at as well, you know, because yeah. there are some people that are so set in their ways, they're not willing to um, necessarily um, progress. So I think a lot to, to be... Um, productive in your business you've got to productivity is is something from within you I'm just gonna I know I'm sort of waffling around a bit but I'm just want to bring back to and this is really important and most people shrug it off with the I don't have the time scenario um yes I'm going to bring back into your health and fitness because it doesn't matter what business I was in who who I was working with so many people, I think majority of people, and even now they neglect their health and fitness. Mm-hmm. They think a bit of a, a walk here and there is going to do it for them, um, you know, and, and all that sort of thing. You've got to have structure and routine in all areas of life if you want to function effectively. Yes. Yeah. And because people say, oh, I've got no time. Well, I'm, to, I'm sh- sharing with you basic stuff that actually will help free up your time because when you're fit and healthy and you've got this structure in your life, things become way more way more easier to handle. You feel good about yourself. You've got tons more energy and your mindset is much more, you're much more clearer and, yeah. and you're more positive. 
Yeah. And that makes so much difference, especially when you think about what businesses have gone through over the last three years. Um, it's crucial, isn't it? To, you know, what's going on in here, what you're listening to, what you surround yourself with. Because as we said before, if we're working on an activity that doesn't really fit with, you know, what motivates you, it's going to take you at all skill set. It's going to take you twice or maybe even three t- times the amount of time. But something that we don't often think about, which is so impactful to everything, is what's going on here. Now, I remember speaking with, this is a client that I worked with years ago. I was encouraging her to get her bookkeeper in place. She didn't for months, months. In fact, I think it was well over 12 months. Finally, when she did, she said, I am so glad and I wish I had done it earlier because she realized that not only did it take longer time to do the bookkeeping, she was dreading it. So there was energy and the mindset wasted thinking about, I have to do this, have to do this, have to do this, you know, days before she even had to do it. And that encroached on how she showed up to the other tasks as well. So there's a lot of underlying things as business owners we don't recognize do we that health is one of them fitness is another nutrition mindset what are we you know feeding our mind so to speak that all impacts areas that are so significant that we may not even realize is actually impacting us mm. yes oh, i agree actually that reminded me of a um someone that i know they've got a their own well say manufacturing that they, they, they produce a product in the pet industry from home and um, the, the two people involved with it, they're physically putting everything together and assembling and doing everything. And I said, why? You're so busy. Why don't you pay someone, you know, you know, 20, 25 bucks an hour to come in and do that so that you as the business owner can then focus on the marketing and getting this product out there? Yes. Um but I think for a lot of people, they're, they're scared to free up their time because they don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. They don't know what they're going to do with it because they just, they've just kept themselves so busy and, and, and filling it up, they don't know what the next step is, so they just keep being busier. You know? you know what's interesting about that? I heard, um, and I can't remember who it was, but there's an author that wrote a book and it talks about margin. You know, what margin do we leave in our diaries? And often, and this is what he said, we wear a badge of honour as being busy. How are you? Oh, really really, really busy. And it's almost as if if we're not busy, then we're not really successful. So, mm-hmm. We need to flip that on its head, isn't it? Busy does not necessarily, and this is, we know that this is a saying, is not necessarily productive. You can have a really productive couple of hours and then free up your time to go and do the most important, some of the, those foundational things like exercise. And, and maybe for some of you it is. I love um, going for the walk in, in nature or painting or taking photography. And I know when I get back, I'm far more energised far more creative and able to do what I need to do, uh, far more focused because I've taken that time. And speaking of which, I've seen some of those paintings or drawings of yours. You are so good. Thank you. I never knew. This is what we're saying is go and do some things that you thought, oh, well, I might like to try my hand at that. You never know. It may be something that, you know, that that you may be good at. But for me, I do it because it disconnects me from all the things Mm. I'm doing. 
focus. To me, that is just so important. We have to find out, don't we, particularly with everything going on in the world, what is something that you can continue to do for you? I know it is, is, is absolute fitness. We have to have some form of that because, as we know, if you're not looking after yourself physically, that can can impact you mentally, um, you know, body, mind, spirit, soul. That's so important. And also being aware of that too, um, if you do have people working for you, they also have got stuff going on in their lives too. So if you're stressed and worn out and everything else, you can't even see clearly yourself what's going on with them and that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, yeah. Something I want to talk about, and I know that you do this within, um, you know, have done this within your business too, and, and often business owners don't see, for some of them, they don't see the benefit of getting a coach or a mentor. I can handle this mm. myself. It's even in, in the areas of fitness. I can do it myself, but if we hire someone who is skilled and an expert, they can fast track our results because of the fact that they can direct us to the areas where they know it is going to get the best results talk a little bit about the benefit of hiring an expert coach yeah absolutely well I've already had or you know in my other businesses I always had a coach of some description to help me um, learn and grow I can't there's things you just cannot see um, because you're too close to yourself Um, so we're in the so now being in back into the fitness industry um, so there's a couple of things there we have for our business in the athlete, we actually have um, specialised uh, coaching that's especially for the um, fitness industry and uh, that's really made a big difference over the time. We've had coaching, I think, from because I said to Trent, my son, we need to get proper coaching even though I've got a lot of skills, but this is a different business. Every business is different. And so, um, yeah, so we've had coaching since day one and uh, we even got um, Boutique Business Studio of the Year a year ago. I think it was a year ago, two years ago. So we've had, and we've had a lot of great growth within our business. And that's because, of course, we can attribute to ourselves, but we've had to, we've got coaching so that, so that we stay on the straight and narrow and, and are as effective and progressive as we possibly can be. So you're always going to be learning and growing. Mm. And can I just say, when you do, or if you do get coaching, no matter what it is, you need to ask basically, and you may not say it exactly like this, who are you and what have you done? Watch where you get your advice from because there are good and there's not so good people out there and there's lots of people that tell you (laughs) everyone's an expert. Yeah, I I totally find the ones who've actually done what they're teaching (laughs) and training, and not just for six months, twelve months, but have got a solid track record. It's important, isn't it? Because it's like learning something um, and then implementing it, you know, straight away, and then going to teach. I mean, everyone starts somewhere, but if you want to find someone to support you. It's someone who's learned often too through the hard the hard yards. They've done it. They've, they've yeah. pinpointed all of the different ways of getting there more streamlined and in yeah. a more structured. Uh, and, and, and another thing too, yes, there's all gen- there could be general business stroke life coaches. They're, they're different. There is a big difference. A life coach may not 
you know, not understand business. In fact, a lot wouldn't understand business. You need someone who need, who un- actually understands business, the realities of business as well. So that's that's really important. Um, oh, I had a train of thought there just uh, about what they've done. Oh, yes, that's it. Um, specific, if you can, um, if say like we're in fit in the health fitness industry, so we sought specifically for this industry because it's different. It it's is a lot different. Yeah. So if you're an accountant, ideally you would, um, you know, someone who understands that industry would be a hell of a lot. I would think a lot better and more streamlined because they would have dealt with other practices and other accountants. Yeah, that's why I think business, as you know, business coaches and so forth, say you know, go when you're offering something, go and niche in an area that you are an expert in, that you've lived yeah. and breathed and and really implemented what you've done to support your own success because then you can go and share that with others. Um, it's like the time factor. Uh, I used to say, I mean, I came from the back, background in the career industry and so many people, and I know that you had a real heart for older generations in the workforce yes. as well, and they often would look at themselves and say, well, I can't compete against these young ones and they say, good, they can't compete against you because those 20 years, 30 years of experience and knowledge that you bring is such a richness that no one else could have being so young. And so there is unpredictable things in in any career, isn't it, or any industry that only time itself and having experience, boots on the ground, so to speak, can provide the expertise. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's something about having that solid knowledge, understanding and wisdom in a particular area. And you can, if we can yeah. seek out of someone, yeah, why absolutely. not? And okay. every business is different. Like I, at one stage there, I was coaching um, individually a number of accountants who had, you know, small business, maybe six staff. They just they just happened to be accountants. That was sort of an area I was sort of focusing on because they needed a lot of help. Um, and um, they all operated differently, all of them. But the same issues were there and it was them. It was the owner was the problem. <laughs> you know, they say, isn't it? The owner is often the bottleneck. The owner yeah. is often I always, I always have to to chuckle because you know you see these shows on TV about um, a training uh, misbehaving dogs and and so forth and it's it, and it's always like we well, really need to to look at the owners of the dog. What structure have they got in place to train the dog? Similar with kids, there are no misbehaving kids. They're just environments in which they grew up in. Have they been you know shown the right way and 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 the right morals in? in place to be able to nurture them to make, you know, um, solid decisions, clear decisions or not, you know, often the environment that uh, we're in. Similarly with what we're talking about, what environment are you creating for yourself as that leader in the business and can we streamline some of those things? And I think today's conversation, Lorraine, has certainly shown that it's a good place to start with where are we focusing our time and get rid of the, the term, I'm busy. Next time someone asks you, I'm, you know, how are you going? I'm really good, really good. You know, got plenty of time up my sleeve to, to focus on the things that I know that are, are important and let that be the conversation rather than, yet yeah, too busy to do, you know, the things that are important. Lorraine, if people want to find out more about you, want to find out more about inner athlete, how can they do that? Yeah, so um, they can email me. Um, well, if you actually go to – if you, 
in an athlete. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at our virtual background there because everything was done in a real hurry, and I would have normally have had had to pick up the virtual background with the banner and everything. So it's uh, www.inner-athlete.com.au, um, and we're based in Cheltenham in Melbourne. I'm sure you've got listeners all over the place, um, and we're directly opposite uh, DFO. So our, our specialty there, by the way, we work a lot with um, teens, helping them um, be fitter, stronger, and uh, better for their sports, but also for life. So we've created, I'm really proud of saying this because this is the environment my son wanted when he was younger. We used to, um, I would, because my background's fitness, I used to take, you know, he'd go to personal trainers and all sorts of things. But you want a whole community environment where you look at everything and, and they, they feel part of a family. And that's what we've created um, at Inner Athletes. So I'm very proud of that. Um, so, yeah, you can find me there. I just wanted to mention something to you, and I dragged it out. Anne-Marie, as soon as you said I'm coming on, I raced off and got the book. Yes. Uh, I've got a, still got a few copies. Um, <laughs> this is going back a bit. Um, Mind Your Time, 50 Ways to Succeed in Business and Life. And if anyone's interested in that, um, yeah. just send um, an email to uh, info at inner-athlete.com.au. Yeah. Um, some great tips there. But thanks for having me on. It's great oh, to be you're on. You're so welcome. Thank you for, yeah. for um, popping your hand up and love the work that you and uh, Trent are doing, especially for youth, what they've been through the last, you know, number mm. of years. There's, yeah, a lot of different challenges and I think, you know, creating mm. a community where they feel supported, where they feel safe, and that is helping them holistically is so, so important. And uh, I'm sure you guys have got some incredible resources, even for those people who may not be located near you. I'm sure you've got incredible resources that you can share with those people who want yeah, to. Yeah, to. sorry, Emery. I was going to, I'll get excited by this. We've got our podcast now. So we've done 16 episodes. Fantastic. So, um, that's yeah, all able to be accessed via uh, the website too. Yeah, it's on the website too. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, reach out to Lorraine and to Trent in a hyphen uh, athlete.com.au. Bye for now, Lorraine. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by theinfluencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.